Hey, I'm Tia Costello and I'm a um, singer-songwriter hailing from North Queensland. Um, I've been playing music since I was about 10 years old, been writing songs since I was about 12 and music is just my whole life. <laughs> Yes, welcome to this, another episode of Introducing, and we've got another powerhouse lady for you, another great vocalist, one of my favourite Australian female vocalists, Tia Costello. She's such a sweetheart. I met her for the first time for this chat, and uh, we hit it off. It was a great chat. We talked about her debut album in 2018, Thick Skin. It, it was certified gold. I mean, that's better than silver, obviously. And then Chrysalis is when I really started discovering Tia. The uh, album was produced by the guys from Holy Holy and they collaborated on my favourite Tia song, Always, which just is awesome. Then in December of last year, she released the single Say It To My Face and she's working on some new stuff. So we thought we'd chat to her with the release of her new single Spring To Life out now. She's been doing festivals all around the country. She's touring live. Please enjoy my chat with Tia Costello. Thank you so much for coming in. A North Queensland girl who is wearing black and hates the heat. Yeah. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm getting from you at the moment. Uh, <laughs> How is that possible? I don't know. <laughs> Lived in Brisbane for a little bit. I think that might be. Like, is that where you're based now? Uh, I just moved back to Mackay. Oh, did you? In December, yeah. Oh, wow. But I'd been living in Brisbane before okay. that. What's the Mackay music scene like? Um, I'm actually not quite sure at the moment. Well, like, you're it, maybe. Me, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I'm still like kind of easing back into living there and kind of seeing where it's at. Um, like I said, I moved to Brizzy in like 2018. Um, so I'm not really sure like what's been going on there. Yeah. Um, but it seems like there's a lot of like festivals and stuff being announced, which yeah. is really, really cool. Brisbane's a great music town. I, I lived in Brisbane for a few years and I, there's something about Brizzy that just punches yeah. above its weight a bit. It's like, yeah. where, I think Perth's exactly the same. Yeah. Sorry, Perth's like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely give the same vibe. I think yeah. it's very like, um, inclusive, very much so like everybody is besties, you know, yeah. everyone knows everyone um, and it's really nice. Does it, do you find though, I guess, like you're kind of packing your bag anyway with the, the career that you've chosen, you kind of, you're in Sydney one day, you're you're doing a festival in a winery some next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Like does it really, I guess, living, choosing where to live is probably the place that you feel the most comfortable. I guess that's where you're from and, and, yeah. and that must make everything seem okay, all the traveling yeah, okay again. Definitely. Like I, de I moved to Brisbane purely because I felt like I needed to make those connections down there. Like it was a really hard trying to have a career and start a career living in such like a rural town. Um, so I really felt like I needed to be in Brisbane for a little while. Yeah. Um, and at the end of last year, like obviously there's the rental crisis at the moment. So it was becoming a bit hard to live there. Mm -hmm. um, but I also just- Yeah, the whole the whole world is now living like a struggling muso. <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. Um, so I thought I'd just move into my boyfriend's house. Yeah, great. The house that he owns, which is nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I realised that it's just like- It doesn't really matter anymore. No, it? Yeah. no, I can just- It's fly all the Brisbane. internet now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly, but it's nice to be able to like fly away and then come yeah. back to like come back home. Like my family lives there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's really nice to kind of stay away from 
like the hustle and bustle mm. of cities and like having like a really busy life and then just coming back to somewhere that's really calm, yeah, which is nice. Let's stay where you grew up then because I'm always interested because you've got such um, a unique voice, I think. Your voice is beautiful. Thank and you. And your, your music straight away, the first time you hear it, you know it's you straight away. <laughs> where did that come from? Were you wandering around the streets just singing to yourself? Do you have a musical family? Where did you think that this was something that I can do that's a little bit special? Um, I do not have... A music family. Um, my, what, do they, what do they do? <laughs> well, my mum's actually a manager for me. Um, oh, that's good. But she taught herself. It's very Taylor Swift of you. It is very Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I just remember being really young and my parents always having the country music channel on like oh, yeah. every day. Um, and that's like the TV channel, CMC. Yeah, or, CMC. Yeah, 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 CMC yeah, was CMC. my jam. When I got Foxtel, I, I was just <laughs> obsessed with CMC and yeah, Channel V. Yeah, yeah, that was me. And Music Max. Yep, <laughs> yeah. that was me. Yeah. Um, but we lived on an island in the Northern Territory, so oh, yeah. there wasn't really a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just became obsessed with music, was always singing. Mm. Um, I saw Taylor Swift play. Yeah. That was my first ever festival kind of thing. It was CMC Rocks the Snowies down in Threadbow in the Snowy <laughs> Mountains. <laughs> what, Taylor Swift played there? It was her first ever show. It was when Love Story came out and she yeah. was wearing the blue sparkly dress. Yeah, um, yeah. And I just remember falling in My love with her. My favourite Tay Tay era. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I don't think I've listened to an Andy album. hero bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, but I just remember seeing her and just like thinking this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So I went back to the island, Good yeah. Island, and yeah. just started teaching myself how to play guitar because my the only music teacher on the island wouldn't let like wouldn't teach people unless they were in like grade five or above. Oh. So how old were you then? I wasn't in grade five. Okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um so yeah, I think I was maybe about six or seven when yeah. I just started to teach myself from YouTube. Oh, that's so cool. Mm, so, yeah. what was the first song you learnt then? Love Story. It was Love Story. Okay, perfect, good. <laughs> it um, was. What, what was the first song then you wrote? Um, I can't remember. Was what- it soon after Love Story? Like, was it Love Story vibe or? Um, I think it would have been maybe when I was like 12 or 13 mm. and it would have been a country song of some yeah. some sort. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it's called, what it sounds like, but I do remember writing yeah. around that age. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty young. Yeah. 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 So it's- there was never other, another little career bubbling along no. in the background. It was always no. this. Yeah. I don't know what else I would do. It definitely wouldn't be in sports at all. No, I know I that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we hate the heat and you're wearing black. So I, that's my, that's why well, I'm kind of wearing black too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, music's just yeah, that's always it. been my thing. So then where, so there must have been a moment though that you, you're kind of sitting at home on YouTube to the fact that in 2018 you release a debut album that goes bunter and mm-hmm. goes crazy <laughs> and does very well and as it should have. What what were the kind of the year or two before that? What was that like? Were you hustling? Were you sending things out to everyone or did you get discovered? Um, so I was just playing in pubs. Um, oh, yeah. From when I was about twelve to when I finished high school, twelve in pubs. Yeah. Wow! So that was my <laughs> that my parents, my poor parents and brother <laughs> would always be dragged around, like taking me to these gigs and stuff on the weekends. Yeah. Um, but that was what I did for all of high school. Um, oh, that's cool. I was yeah, it was cool. I didn't think it was cool at the time. Were you playing covers? Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like three, four what, hour what covers. Was your, what was your kind of like your average set list that was always like a. Uh, a, a sure, surefire sure show, showstopper. Um, there was always a bit of the Lumineers, like Ho Hey in oh, yeah. there, a bit of 
Vance Joy, some Riptide. Great. I would hate it when people would ask for Brown Eyed Girl. Like I would just flat out say no, <laughs> flat out say no. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just all those kind of things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of what I was doing um, when I was about 16, 15 or 16. I had my first, like, heartbreak, <laughs> so I kind of started writing songs. Um, and then I wrote my song, State of Art, and just uploaded that to Triple J, Unearthed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just kind of discovered. And I was in my last year of school, so I just kind of entered um, Unearthed High. Yeah. And for some reason, I ended up being a finalist in that, and I ended up winning the Indigenous Initiative part of Unearthed High, and that's kind of just when everything... Everything goes crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then I played Big Sound, which was amazing. I love that festival. Yeah, I didn't know what Big Sound was. I was just going to play it with me and my acoustic guitar, and then my my other manager was like, no, mate, you need a band. (laughs) (laughs) If people are not knowing what it is, it's kind of a... Would you you say it's kind of like Australia's South by Southwest? Yeah. In a nice way, in a cute way. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like I love – it's my favourite time of year mm. in Brizzy. Like it's awesome. Um, so, yeah, that ju- that happened and then we just kept releasing singles um, and eventually we created an album, which was my first album called Thick Skin. Yeah. Um, and for some unknown reason, like it, it did a lot better than I thought. Yeah, it was, it was nominated to. for the Album of the Year at the Indigenous Music Awards. It was, yeah. yeah. And I ended up winning um, Album of the Year at the Queensland Music Awards. And I remember, like, everything was just, like, blurry when they announced my name. And I missed the fact that they said that, like, Tia's, like, the youngest person to ever win this award. Is that right? Yeah. So, I'm like- How I'm, old were you then in 2018? 18. 18. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which is pretty You finally insane. play in pubs? I yeah. know you were doing that already. <laughs> but, yeah, it's pretty cool, like, the reception that that yeah. album got. Would you say that Strangers was the song that really changed everything, though, from that album? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's still, like, a song still, that- Still, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, like, it. people still really resonate with it, which is awesome, and mm. I can still see, like, people are listening to it, and um, I think it's going to be one of those songs that I guess people have, like, a really strong connection to, which is yeah. awesome. Um, so then tell us about album number two. Was that a lot of pressure or were you just riding on this wave of, I can do this, I'm amazing, I'm an award winner, I'm the youngest <laughs> there, so i got the, my whole life ahead of me? Uh, um, Chrysalis was, I think it was a chance for me to really experiment. Mm. Um, for some reason, I really wanted to get away from the guitars and the acoustic kind of sound. Like I kind of wanted to get away from people putting me in like a country folk Um kind of box yeah um i would never pick it's funny you say even you just talking for the first time about country i would, would never have picked yeah that, but, but i guess see, maybe it was just like my all in your head mate. yeah yeah, it was, yeah maybe it was just all in my head but, but it also shows you how how one song can mean a hundred different things yeah, to hundred exactly, different people. exactly yeah um but i really just wanted to write a pop album um and a lot of it was written with um my drummer who was living with me at the time. So we wrote a lot of the songs on there together. I spent a week in Melbourne and a week in Sydney and did a lot of writing as well. Um, And I just, yeah, like thinking about that album, I wanted to like not play guitar as much on stage and I wanted it to be really fun and I wanted to think of like people like jumping around and singing the songs back to me. Um, So I'm really like proud of that and I'm really like proud that I like went away from what I was used to and really experimented because I think that's really shaped 
my next album as well. And do you think as well, you were, would it be fair to say you were collaborating a lot more with the yeah. second album? Because yeah. the song Always with Holy Holy is one yeah. of my favourites of oh, yours. Thank I you. love that song. <laughs> so there's, I, you get to that moment like, oh, it's coming. This bit's coming. Yeah. You know, that big yeah. drop. It's like, yeah. of course, you know it. <laughs> it's so good. I was listening to it on the car on the way here again just to refresh my memory. Yeah. It's like, it, but again, completely different yeah. vibe from the first album. Definitely. Yeah. I think it was just like a really great moment for me to experiment with different sounds, um, I, like Oscar from Holy Holy, yeah. he produced the album, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was just a really fun time. Like we spent a week at um, on the Central Coast recording the record, which was really cool. Yeah. And it was just really fun to make. Like I really enjoyed it. Um, unfortunately, it was released like just as COVID started. <laughs> yeah, so um, did you have like a whole tour planned off the back of that yeah. record? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I remember. I remember playing the um, album launch shows in Brisbane, and I did like it was when like you were doing it like limited capacity. It was all seated, and you had to do like two or three shows a day to kind of make up for like the loss of tickets. Yeah. So I remember it being like such a strange show, but everyone was awesome. Like, yeah. People like you could see they wanted to get off their chairs, but they couldn't. Um, but yeah, I think that album will hopefully come back around one day. Just yeah. was released at a horrible time. Well, in a weird t- way, though, like I-, I found for me, like I mean, it was obviously a booming time for streaming services. Mm-hmm. But I-, I listened to so much more music in that time. Probably yeah. as a performer, you might have seen it as a terrible thing. To yeah, it, but- yeah. But for me, it was like, oh great, there's a new album out, or yeah. there's you know, so yeah. It swings and roundabouts a bit. It does. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to keep in everyone's ears yeah. and everyone's faces. What was that first show live back? Because obviously you've been playing in pubs since you were young, mm-hmm. so live live is where it's out for you. Mm-hmm. What was that first show back after such a long time off? What was that like? Do you remember the feeling? Uh, yeah, amazing. It was just I remember like you. I was overly cautious about yeah. like- Can I even do this? Am I allowed to be up here? <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Like, are people allowed to be standing up in the crowd? Like, should they all be wearing face masks? <laughs> like, that. those are the thoughts that were going through yeah. my head, which is so bizarre. Um, but, yeah, it was an adjustment, definitely. But yeah. it was amazing to see people, like, all in the same room, just, like, singing songs and, like, having a drink with their friends and, you know, just getting back to... Well, we were just talking about it before we started things. recording. Like, it's so back now. Like, yeah. we, I've been to a stadium show every week yeah. for, like, the last six months, it feels like. Yeah. We are certainly <laughs> making up for lost time. We are. Um, what about any any big shows on the horizon? Like, what, what is, what's happening? Because I, I know that uh, like in December you released uh, Say It To My Face. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just heard the new song, Spring To Life. Yes. And I'm assuming this is all part of album number three, which it we is. don't know when he's out yet because you're not going to tell us yet. <laughs> but um, tell us a little bit about that album and who you've worked with on the album. Yes. So, um, I recorded my third album in October last year. Do you have a name yet? Do you have a name yet? Or I do. It's yeah. called Head Noise. Perfect. Good. Um, yeah, I recorded it in October of last year with Chris Collins um, in kind of like the Northern Rivers, like, Byron Bay Hinterland, which was amazing. A lot of the songs were written when I went to America in March last year. So I had majority of it done, um, but as the date was kind of coming closer to record the songs, I just like kind of felt I didn't have everything out yet. So I was just doing a couple of sessions with some friends to see if I could squeeze anything out um, and ended up writing like two or three songs like within like the month before I was meant to record, which was awesome, and Spring to Life was one of those songs. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm really, really excited about this album. Like the whole recording process was 
so different to what I've ever done. Like Chris sat me, my drummer and my guitarist in a live room together and that's just how we recorded the drums and bass and guitar. We Chris just has played. recorded with Bujara and Tyne James Orton yes, and, yeah. and uh, Skeggs and Matt yeah. Corby as well. Yeah. Yeah, so he's got some uh, notches on his belt. Yes, definitely. <laughs> he's such an amazing human and he was just all about making sure like um, it felt really raw and like you could capture the vibe, which is exactly what he did. He like definitely captured the vibe of all of us sitting in like this big room together playing the songs over and over again. Um, and I'm just really excited about it. I feel like it's just like a – it's definitely a lot more like Thick Skin, like my first album, than it is like Chrysalis. I think it took me making Chrysalis to realise that I did want to go back to the guitars yeah. and the acoustic kind of vibe. But the fact you can vibe. do that is a yeah. testament to you. Yeah, yeah. Not, not everyone can do that. I just, yeah, I kind of doing Chrysalis made me know what I did and didn't want to do on this okay. next album yep. um, and kind of what feels right for me. I I kind of forgot about like writing music to be played. Like I didn't want to write music for the sake of it being like being played on certain like playlists and all yeah. that kind of stuff. I kind of took that out of the back of my mind and just made music that felt really, really good for me. Um, and I'm super excited about it. Like it's annoying that I have to wait so long for all the songs to come out now because I've been sitting on them. <laughs> <laughs> well, October, that's a long time ago. Yeah. D- does your mind go a little bit crazy in that in that respect that you've worked on something that's so important to you at that time and then when it comes out, it's obviously such a huge distance away. Yeah. And does your head go, oh, maybe I want to do this now. Maybe yeah. I – Yeah, all I, the time. Okay. All of the time. That's <laughs> something I struggle with. Like I get bored very quickly uh-huh. with things. I'm, but it's so new to everyone. Nobody else has heard it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But like that's even like I've been down in Brisbane shooting all the music videos for all of the singles and like by the time they come out, I'm going to, like, it'd be months old, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I, don't, I just need to, like, stop getting sick of things so quickly because <laughs> it's just how it works. Do you like the music video side of things? Because I saw, I, I still see Say It To My Face on, on Rage. And, and, oh, awesome. You know, I saw it actually just on, on the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Sick. Um, do you like, because I feel that the video clip kind of has to come out pretty close to the song mm-hmm. these days because yep. like, I've got young kids yep. and they are even discovering music on YouTube. Yep. They're not kind of doing it on Spotify because they've got no pictures. Yeah, yeah, So sure. do you like that side of things? Um, I never used to. Yeah. Like doing the music videos used to be bane of my existence. Uh, yeah. Um, but because <laughs> they take uh, – look, cause I, I work in a little bit of TV. It just, everything takes so yes. much longer. Yeah. Like, come on. Yes. Surely we've got it. <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah, I used to despise shooting the music videos, um, but I've recently just started working with like a director. Um, her name's Phoebe, and I just get along with her so well. Yeah. And it just makes the process so much more comfortable when you're working with people that um, you like really enjoy being around and like you love their ideas, and they also make you feel really comfortable because it's not like nice sometimes being in front of a camera, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a bit daunting. And also I think some people, because you're so young as well, yeah. people are like, no, we're doing it this way. Yeah, yeah. There'll be a lot of that, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Phoebe's been great and like all the music videos that I'm doing for this album, she's been directing, so I'm really excited well, about cool. them. Yeah. yeah nice. Yeah. Well, we're very excited to hear the new stuff, the stripped back new stuff, which <laughs> comes out very, very soon. I mean, this podcast will be, it's what, April now, let's say that. Mm-hmm. So it'll be very soon. Yeah. So watch this space. Um, we always ask people to finish off though on introducing um, to introduce us to someone that you're listening to or you're liking. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be brand new. Could be old. 
Could be Van Morrison's Brown Eyed Girl. Yeah, it could be. It's not going to be <laughs> no, for no. me. I had a feeling it wouldn't be. <laughs> um, at the moment, I'm really loving Boy Genius, obviously. Like, they might be very well known, yeah. but I've only recently gotten onto the Phoebe Bridges train. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> so, I'm obsessed. And after Laneway, I've just been even more obsessed. Yeah, Laneway so, was great. Yes. Well, it's such a pleasure to meet you. You too. I've, I've loved your stuff, honestly. Your voice is beautiful, and I can't wait to hear the new album. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you.